Welcome to Bulletproof, the podcast where you'll hear from people just like you who have dreams and ambitions. These people all win no matter how hard the times. They never quit or give up. That's why we call them Bulletproof. And now, here's the creator and host of Bulletproof, Mr. Bob Coleman. Welcome to Bulletproof the Podcast. I'm Bob Coleman, your host. Welcome, guys. I am so excited to be here with you guys once again on today. And guess what? Today, we don't have a guest. Today, it's all going to be about me and you, and it's all going to be about being bulletproof. What does bulletproof mean? Well, bulletproof means we never quit. Bulletproof means we never stop. And we never, ever give up because we truly understand that true success is based on laws and not luck. And, you know, each and every Friday, I do a live bulletproof call. Now, no matter where you are in the world, no matter where you may be listening to this podcast, you can call in on Friday mornings. Now, here in Arizona, which is where we reside here in Arizona, the call happens at 7 a.m. Arizona time. So check your time zones. But seven o'clock Arizona time, all you have to do to get on the weekly Bulletproof 30-minute call is dial area code 253-993-3111. Just dial that number and listen in. It's just that simple. We've been doing this call now for over 10 years. People call in from different cities all over the country, and it's just an exciting, exciting time. So check out Bulletproof each and every Friday mornings, And you guys know about the podcast. That's why you're listening to it, right? We have guests on the podcast sometimes, and sometimes we don't. Sometimes I just come on and I share some bulletproof thoughts with you guys and some bulletproof training with you guys, like what we're going to do today. And so today, what really hit my spirit, what I really want to talk with you about is a saying that I'm pretty sure a lot of you have heard before. It was a saying that was really made popular by a man by the name of Art Williams. He said something a while ago, and it makes a lot of sense, but we're going to break it down for you today. And also, we're going to share with you a personal incident in my life that happened just to show you what this saying really means and what it means to really do exactly what it is that uh, you're setting out to do and what Art Williams meant, I should say, when he said what what I'm about to read to you. And here's what Art Williams said. He said... All you can do is all you can do. And all you can do is enough. Just make sure you do all you can do. He said, all you can do is all you can do. And all you can do is enough. Just make sure that you do all you can do. Now, so many times in our life, we hear people, we've probably said it, you've probably said it, you've heard people say, man, I did all I could do. It just didn't work out. But here's the question, and here's what it means to be bulletproof. Did you really do all that you could do? Because that's what Art Williams meant when he says, just make sure that you do all that you can do. So with that, I'm going to share a a personal incident, something that really and truly happened. And let me say this. I don't believe in changing anything. I don't have to change anything for the sake of this story or to make it sound better or to make it sound more interesting. It's an amazing story. And I got to be honest, sometimes I amuse myself by just sitting back and thinking about some of the amazing things that I experienced that went into the platform or the foundation 
of this platform, Bulletproof. That's why I'm so diehard about Bulletproof because, see, I know that Bulletproof really and truly works. I know it because I've done it. I know it because I'm living it, and I'm just sharing with you all exactly what it is that I'm living. And because of what has happened, I have coined, uh, coined the phrase Bulletproof. And guys, it's, it's, just, it's just an amazing journey. And so I'm not going to change anything. I'm not going to make it more exciting or, you know, try to make it a little bit more than what it really was. I'm going to share with you guys 100% on what happened with me personally and how I used what Art Williams said. Now, let me also say this. When I was experiencing what I'm about to share with you, I wasn't aware of this saying. I was just doing it. I wasn't aware of what Mr. Williams said when he said, all you can do is all you can do, and all you can do is enough. Just make sure that you do all you can do. I wasn't aware of that saying. I was just living it. I was just doing it, which is why and which is what made me bulletproof. So here's what happened. As you guys know or may not know, I was a St. Louis City police officer for many years. When I applied to be a St. Louis City police officer, I had a very good friend, and he was born and raised in St. Louis, and all his life, all he ever wanted to be was a police officer. When I met him, that's what he talked about, how he was going to become a police officer. That's all he ever, ever, ever wanted to do. So you can imagine his surprise when I announced to him, because remember, I was on the radio. I worked for the radio station in St. Louis, working for the number one radio station in St. Louis. And everybody knew me as the radio guy. So when I announced to my friend that I was going to join the ranks of the St. Louis City Police Department, something of which he wanted to do all his life, right away he went into why it wasn't going to work for me. Oh, Bob, it's political. You have to know people. You know, I've been trying all my life, Bob. I'm from St. Louis. And, and he topped it all off with him. Plus, you're the radio guy. But I told him I was going to become a St. Louis City police officer. And so I applied and everything was in motion. Here's a nugget for you guys. Anytime you have a plan for something in your life, see, you don't have to worry about strangers shooting you down. It's the people that are closest to you. I want you guys to hear this. And they really don't mean you any harm. A lot of times they call themselves protecting you, right? Or giving you some good advice. And so I applied and I never will forget. It was early one morning. I lived in an area called Manchester. And it was early one morning. My friend, he came by my apartment. I was still sleeping and he woke me up and I got up. I let him in. You know, we were very, very good friends. I could even consider him my best friend at the time. And I let him in. And the first thing he said was, he said, hey, did you get your letter about the next academy class? And I said, no, I didn't get any letter about the next academy class because see what happened once you apply for the city of St. Louis and once you are accepted, they put together a academy class and then everybody that's been chosen to be in that class, they send you a letter saying, hey, congratulations. And you've been chosen to start a class on this date. That's the way the system worked. And so he came over my apartment early that morning and he asked me if I had received my letter. And I told him I had not. Right away, he went into what? You didn't get your letter? I can't believe it. A friend of mine got his letter a couple of days ago. The letters have been sent out. 
you didn't get a letter? And I was like, no, I didn't. He said, man, you, you, you probably didn't make it into the academy then because, like I said, my friend, you know, he got his letter a couple of days ago and I heard the letters have already gone out and for the next academy class and you didn't get a letter, huh? And once again, I said, no, I didn't, I didn't get no letter. And so right away, you know, I went into, I, I reminded myself that I had something to do, right? And so I told him he had to leave. I said, you got to leave, man. I, you know, I got something to do. I was like Martin. Remember the Martin show? When Martin gets mad or upset, he puts everybody out of his apartment. <laughs> That's the way I was. You got to go. Because I had a party that I wanted to go to. Now, I know you're thinking, I thought you said it was early in the morning. You know, how are you going to a party that early in the morning? Well, I did. I put him out because I wanted to go to this party. And so once he left, I went to the party, all right. You know what kind of party it was? A pity party. Yep. I went into pity party mode, man, and I just couldn't believe it because my friend had come come by my house early that morning to tell me that the letters for the next academy class had gone out and that I didn't get my letter. And so there I was, man, not working in St. Louis, in between jobs, had left the radio station. I was really dependent on being in the next academy class so I could, you know, start working and, and get things going. But here my friend, and I want you guys to hear this, my friend, my best friend, my ride or die, right? Came by to tell me that the letters had gone out and because I didn't receive a letter, I probably wasn't going to be in the next academy class. But remember the saying, all you can do is all you can do. And all you can do is enough. Just make sure that you do all you can do. Okay, keep that in mind as the story continues. So my friend left and there I was in my apartment and I'm just having the biggest pity party in the world. I'm walking around from room to room and I'm talking to God and oh my God, you know, why are you doing this to me? You know, I thought I was going to be in the next academy class and I'm just, you know, just having a big pity party all by myself, right? And all of a sudden, guys, I heard it just as clear as a bell. The Holy Spirit came in and told me to leave the house, leave my apartment and get in my car. Now, this makes no sense. Where am I going? Right now, I'm in the middle of my pity party. I don't want to go anywhere. I don't want to do anything. I just want to stay here and have my pity party. But what I heard was, get in your car. I got in my car and I just started driving. I lived in Manchester. Manchester was about a 35 to 40 minute ride from the St. Louis uh, area proper, right? Where am I going? Why am I in my car? I got out of my own way. I got out of my own way and I just did it. All you can do is all you can do and all you can do is enough. Just make sure that you do all you can do. So although I wanted to personally stay there and have a pity party, I got out of my own way, got in my car and I just started driving. Now, remember guys, I'm not gonna change anything. I'm telling you all exactly what happened. So I'm driving, I'm driving, I'm driving, not knowing where I'm going. And I ended up in the city and I ended up at a place called Union Station. Now, Union Station was an old train station in the city of St. Louis. Anybody that lives in St. Louis, if you're listening to this podcast, you're very familiar about where Union Station is and what it's all about. But it, it has since been turned into a mall. So it was now a shopping mall and a hotel. 
So I ended up driving to Union Station. Why? I have no idea, but there I was. So I, I pull up to Union Station. I pull around to the parking lot of the mall. The voice says, get out of the car and go inside the mall. Now, again, this makes no sense. Why am I going into this mall? I don't have the money to shop. I don't feel like shopping, even if I did. This makes no sense. But looking back, I got out of my own way. All you can do is all you can do. And all you can do is enough. Just make sure that you do all you can do. So I got out of my car and I walked into the mall and it was in the middle of the day, in the middle of the week, it wasn't a weekend, and I'm just walking around this mall aimlessly, still feeling sorry for myself, but here I am walking around this mall, just walking around the mall, just walking around the mall. Then the voice said, you know how they have benches in the hall where people to sit and rest in some, some the fancy malls, they might have couches or whatever. Well, Union Station, they had benches in the mall. And so I came to this bench and the voice said, sit down. This makes no sense. But one thing that we train and we teach in Bulletproof is what? The kingdom system doesn't make sense. It makes faith. What you have to do is you have to learn to get out of your own way. The, the what, the how something's going to happen is none of your business. And all this is going to make sense in a minute. So I sat down on the bench and I'm just sitting there and now I'm people watching. Of course, I'm still feeling sorry for myself because I didn't make, you know, I didn't get a letter and I'm not going to be in the next academy class. So my friend made it a point to come by and wake me up and tell me that first thing that morning, right? So I'm sitting on the bench, that same voice, the Holy Spirit came to me and said, now, st now stand up. I stood up. He said, turn around, look behind you. And I turned around and I looked behind me. And guys, I kid you not. When I stood up and turned around to look behind me, there was a gentleman standing on the opposite side of the bench. There we were face to face, this guy. He's looking at me and I'm looking at him. And guess who it was? It was the sergeant of the St. Louis City Police Department who was assigned to the recruiting division who recruited me to be a police officer. He was my recruiter. There he was, out of all the people in St. Louis, out of all the people in the world, there stood the one guy that I needed to see, that I needed to talk to at that time. There he stood. We stood there looking at each other eyeball to eyeball. He's smiling at me. I'm looking at him nervously, right? I asked him. I said, hey, Sarge, how are you? He said, hey, Coleman. He said, hey, Coleman. And I said, Sarge, I said, listen, I heard that the letters for the next academy class have gone out. Is that true? He looked at me and he smiled and he said, no. He said, Coleman, the letters have not gone out yet. He said, don't worry about it, brother. I got you. You're good. Don't even worry about it. You're good. Guys, I felt like a million dollar weight had been lifted off my back. I was so happy because what my friend had told me was not true. And the one person that could confirm the fact that it wasn't true had just told me out of his own mouth, face to face, all you can do is all you can do. And all you can do is enough. Just make sure that you do all you can do. So there are so many things that I could have done. 
I could have stayed in my apartment in Manchester and had my pity party because everything that I was told to do by the Holy Spirit, everything that I was told to do didn't make sense. Why would I go and get in my car? There are so many reasons I wasn't working at that time. It takes 45, at least 45 minutes to drive from Manchester to where I ended up going. Oh, I don't have the gas money. I don't want to spend, you know, I want to waste gas just driving, driving around. I'm just going to stay home and have a pity party. I'm going to go get in the bed and cover my head up with the blankets and feel sorry for myself. That's what I'm going to do. That makes all the sense in the world. But I didn't do that. See, I did all that I could do. I did all that I could do. That's what you're going to have to train yourself to do. That's what it means to be bulletproof when it doesn't make sense. Can you imagine if I had stayed there in that apartment all day long feeling sorry for myself, convinced that the next academy class was going to take place without me? But that wasn't the case at all because I was able to get out of my own way and I did all that I could do. That's what it means to be bulletproof. When you're faced with a situation, doing all that you can do means that you're going to be prompted sometimes to do things that may not make sense to you. The how something's going to happen is none of your business. What if I had not listened to that voice? What if I had not listened to that prompting? What if I had not listened to the Holy Spirit, which told me what to do? Oh, that was just a coincidence. Really? The one person that I needed to talk to was in the mall at the same time. And come to find out the reason he was in the mall was because they had some type of program going on that morning with the police department and he was there in reference to the program and the program had ended and he was about to leave the mall and think about that we're talking about a mall that has numerous doors entry doors and exit doors and i was led to the one spot where he was i was led to the one bench to sit on because they knew that he was going to walk that direction and they sent him right to me to confirm in me that I was okay. So you're going to get negative word. We call them evil reports. You're going to get evil reports from people who call themselves. They love you. And I'm just looking out for your best interest. That's, you know, that's why my friend came to my house. He didn't come to my house to, to give me bad news. He came to my house. He said to see if I got my letter. He was he was just as surprised as I was that I didn't have one. When he found out that I didn't have one, he he went right into the I didn't make it mode. He went right into the he was sure the letters have gone out, man, and you didn't get one. That means that you're not going to be in the next academy class. And I'm listening to him because all his life, all he ever wanted to be was a St. Louis City police officer. So I figured if anybody would know how the system worked, he would. And so when he told me that the letters have gone had gone out and I hadn't received mine, I just went into pity party mode. But because I did all that I could do, what was all that I could do? I got dressed. I got in my car and I drove not knowing where I was going and I was led to the one spot. I was led, led to where I needed to be to get the information that I needed to get. That's what it means to do 
all you can do. All you can do doesn't necessarily mean, it's never going to mean, it doesn't say all you can do that makes sense to you. That's not in that in that saying. All you can do that makes sense to you is all you can do. Fortunately, that's how a lot of people read that. That's what they hear. All that I can do that makes sense to me, I'll do it. Nothing that I did that day made sense to me. Looking back, nothing that I did that day made sense to me. To get in my car and drive to a lo- I didn't know where I was going when I left the house, but I ended up at Union Station Mall. And then to run into the sergeant that actually recruited me to be an officer. There he was. And he gave me the information that I needed. That's what it means to do to do all you can do. That's what it means to be bulletproof. So no matter what it is that you're doing in your life, you have to train yourself to get out of your own way. I tell people all the time, once you get to a point, what you're being led to do doesn't make sense. Don't stop. That means you're headed in the right direction. But so many times we stop because we can't connect the dots. See, think about it. I'm telling this story about what happened to me after the fact. What I'm saying, even even while I'm saying it to you, it still makes no sense to me. Even to this day, it still amazes me. But you know what's even more fearful is that I ask myself, what if I hadn't pushed myself? What if I hadn't adhered to the voice that I heard? What if I hadn't proven myself or shown myself to be bulletproof? Now, at that time, bulletproof didn't exist. There was no bulletproof platform. I didn't do bulletproof calls at that time. I was living it. And that's why I'm so dogmatic about this platform, because I know that it works. I know that it works 100%. But what you have to do is you have to train yourself to get out of your own way. You have to train yourself to keep going no matter what. You have to train yourself to do all you can do. You know why? Because all you can do is all you can do, and that's enough. Just make sure that you've done all you can do. That's what being bulletproof is all about, guys. It really and truly is. Hopefully, you guys will walk away from today's podcast feeling a little bit different about your situation, a little bit different about your life. There's greatness in you. We all have greatness in us. But the only way you're ever going to tap into that greatness, if you have to understand that true success is based on laws and not luck. And all you have to do to be successful is apply those laws. All you have to do is train yourself to do all that you can do, even when it doesn't make sense. Well, that doesn't make any sense. They told me that they weren't hiring. So why should I go down and apply for a job when they told me, my friend told me, that the letters had gone out. So why would I get in my car and drive when he had already told me that the letters had gone out and the confirmation he told me was one of his friends, someone that he knew, got a letter. I didn't get a letter. But because I didn't listen and because I listened to the Holy Spirit and because I did all that I could do that day, when I got back home, I felt great. When I got back to my apartment, I felt like I, um, I, I had won the lottery because that's how it works, guys. That's how this system works.
You have to be bulletproof and you have to train yourself to get out of your own way. So hopefully today, after hearing this podcast, you'll be prompted to push yourself and do all that you can do. Because like Art Williams said, all you can do is all you can do. And all you can do is enough. Because see, all everything that I did that day, because I did it, it was enough. It was enough for me to get the answer that I was looking for because all I did, what I did, it was enough. But I just had to make sure that I did all that I could do. There's nothing special about me. There's nothing magical about me. And just like it happened for me, it will also happen for you. My mother gave me a saying that I used for years when I was on the radio. I would, this is my sign off. And I'd always say, it is no secret what God can do. What he has done for others, he will do for you. So guys, practice getting out of your own way. Practice what you're hearing today. I guarantee you with certainty, you will be amazed and it will work for you. That's the Bulletproof Podcast for today. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Before I end, I want to also share with you guys that I have one event every year. This year, my event is going to be Saturday, October the 7th, 2023 here in Arizona. Tickets for the event. It's called Bulletproof 5. It's time to go live. Guy, we've got some exciting guest speakers lined up to speak that day. It's, it's just an amazing, fun, fun day. It's a one-day event. You can go to Eventbrite and get tickets. Tickets right now are only $75, but tickets will go up. The early bird price for the tickets are $75, okay? You go to Eventbrite and put in Bulletproof, the number five, it's time to go live, and the landing page will come up on Eventbrite. You can order your tickets. I would love to see you guys here in Arizona on Saturday, October the 7th. We do have a hotel that you can register. The hotel is the Holiday Inn Suites in Buckeye. The Holiday Inn Express and Suites in Buckeye. If you call the Holiday Inn Express and Suites in Buckeye, Arizona, let them know that you want to register for Bulletproof 5. It's time to go live. They have a special rate. They have a special room rate, okay? So that's Saturday, October the 7th, hopefully. We'll get a chance to see you, meet you. It's a really, really fun day. So guys, in closing, I want to say as always that we all know that true success is based on laws and not luck. We know that being bulletproof means we don't quit. Being bulletproof means we don't stop. Being bulletproof means we don't give up. But most importantly, remember, and all you're getting, <laughs> get bulletproof.